Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's San Francisco and the incomparable forward, Rick Barry. Behind the line, they burn him again, and it's Barry. And now Rick Barry, the league's leading scorer. What a superb basketball player he is. Just listen to this for a while, folks, here on Warriors 24. Steve Winwood, folks, and that was the song that they played when they retired my jersey of the Golden State Warriors, but it's also, I think, very appropriate here that we're all hoping, I think, that within a relatively short period of time, we could all be back in the high life again, because heaven knows this is not the high life that we're all experiencing right now. Rick Barry here, along with Cyrus Satchis, my co-host and the surf man himself, uh, hoping that all of you are, are healthy and, and doing well during this very difficult time and that we all do get back into the high life again. We'll probably have a relatively short show. There's not a whole lot of things going on, obviously, in the world of sports or in life in general. <laughs> it's uh, it's a bizarre situation, to say the least. Fortunately, uh, where I am, Cyrus, down here in Florida, I mean, I, my wife and I don't go out to dinner a lot and do things, so it really hasn't changed things except for me. I usually do a lot of travel. I haven't had to do that, and and actually everything is getting canceled out a lot of the charity events are supposed to be involved with are all being pushed back or canceled and it's uh it's a different way of life and and certainly my uh my sympathy goes out to those people who are struggling mightily without jobs right now and what's taking place is unprecedented so uh let's try to perhaps get a little bit of a respite here and we'll talk about something maybe have a little fun in the world of basketball that cyrus i have to give you credit you came up with this concept that we're, we're going to play around with today so why don't you take it from here uh well before we begin rick you know uh, i'm curious what are you how are you filling your days i mean i you know it's it's i think that's one of the topics to fill for media content is you're stuck at home. You're basically imprisoned, at least in your, in your in your own home. So what are you doing to entertain yourself? What are you doing, Rick? Well, I don't stay in the house all day, for sure. I mean, I go out and play okay. pickleball. I mean, you're outside. You're not next to somebody. You're, you have a We have a group that goes out and plays. You can go go for a bike ride. The only thing, they close down the workout rooms. And so uh, my son, uh, Canyon's back, you know, staying with us now with the G League thing being canceled. And, of course, the they postponed the qualifying tournament for 3x3 for the Olympics. So he's waiting to see what happens with that. And of course, the Olympics are now postponed until late uh, July of next year. So he's here and he has a whole workout routine that he's put together that he's put my wife through. And uh, I don't know if it's fortunate or not. I actually do like to work out and stay in shape, but I, I tweaked my back a little bit playing pickleball the other day. So I, I can't do all those workouts, but just enjoying that. Uh, yeah, and they have stuff here at the at, at the tiki bar at the place where I live down here, where you can go and get take it take out food. And they have specials every day to do it. So you know, go to the grocery store when you need to, but really keeping distance. We still see our friends. My wife had a thing we had to walk around in the, on the block, but nobody gets where you get really right next to one another. But you can mm-hmm. still visit and talk to each other and 
the nice thing about being down here in Florida is it's been so hot and with the temperature and all of that, that's actually a positive thing because the virus mm-hmm. doesn't thrive really well in that t- those types of conditions. And then I go fishing. I just caught, uh, you know, I went out yesterday late afternoon and hooked up at the seven bass, two of them pretty good size ones. Uh, nice. I, I posted one, I posted one of them on Instagram. Uh, it was actually on my birthday and, uh, happy so, yeah. birthday, sir, by the yeah, way, yeah. happy birthday. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, it's, it's a, just another day. Just, you know, it happened to be the day, <laughs> happened to be the day that your mother finally got rid of you and got you the hell out into the real world. <laughs> it's probably, it's probably a more, ha- probably a happier day for her than it was for me. Um, <laughs> going through all of that labor and everything. So yeah, but it was it was terrific and it was nice. Got to you know hear from all my kids. Everybody is is going well, but everybody's suffering and having difficult things. One of one of my boys had a t- tough situation, and people are cutting back on jobs and letting people go. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's really difficult, and I, I I feel sorry for so many people whose lives have been impacted in such a negative fashion. And hopefully, mm-hmm. we can get this under control as quickly as possible and get back to some type of normalcy. So anyway, yeah, that's kind of what I do. It's. Uh, you know, I do my stretches and do my other things and binging. I'm, my, my son kept talking, oh, you got to watch Breaking Bad. And also I've been yeah, binging yeah. on Breaking Bad. I'm almost Great done with show. Breaking Bad. Oh, what do you think? And, what, what's yeah. your, what's, what are your thoughts on that show? Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of the stuff with the drugs and all this other things and all. And a lot of the stuff, fortunately, I found out a way to be able to do things and I'm watching it to be able to fast forward through a bunch of the garbage that I don't really want to have to deal with or watch. Okay. Um, but it, it's interesting. Uh, the writers did a nice job coming up with what they came up with. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost to the point where I'm almost done with the fourth season and there's five seasons. So I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays itself out. But oh, it's, when I get into something that I really like, I really do like the binging thing. Cause it's kind of, you don't want to just be left hanging. You, you, you're waiting to go ahead and see the next thing. What's going to happen next. Yep. If you're really getting engrossed in it, I kind of felt that way. I really liked the, the show suits and I did that a lot with suits as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing, watching different movies and things that I always wanted to watch and see and just, you know, spending time with, uh, you know, with my family and, and it's great. And so my, my friends got a, my, my son Canyon has a lovely, uh, you know, lady that he's seeing is his girlfriend, uh, Jess and Jess is, uh, Jess's brother actually goes out and catches stone crabs and sells them to the, to the restaurants and stuff now. And so I've been getting some nice supplies of, uh, of stone crab, which is a wow. great thing. That's a great luxury yes. stone crab. Oh, that's massive. So, yeah, I press it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate him doing that. JD. And, um, so it's kind of fun that he's, he's provided that for us, but that's very nice thing. So it's nice yeah. when you're, when your son has a girlfriend who can get your stone crabs. Uh, heck yeah. And so, so, so first of all, in my opinion, the two greatest TV shows ever produced were what you're watching now, which is breaking bad and the Sopranos. I don't think any any other shows have ever equaled them in terms of quality. When you're done with Breaking Bad, they came out with a prequel show. It's called Better Call Saul, and it's based on Saul Goodman, the lawyer. The lawyer. Yes, really? and it is very different. It is it is not as drug centric. It's you know it's the violence isn't quite as there. It's more it's more based on the intellectual side of it, and it's kind of like a, a legal uh, show. I, in my opinion, it's just as good. It's different. You have a lot of the characters well, uh, returning. Um, I'll check it out. I hope it gets started quickly because I started watching Breaking Bad and after the first few episodes and everything, I said, this is ridiculous. It was too boring for me. I'm, I'm an action kind of guy. You yeah, know? Yeah, and yeah. It wasn't oh, very no, it's not quick. like that. Yeah. No, it's so not anyway, like that. It, we'll, we'll see. It draws out. But, uh, so Meanwhile, so we're going to have plenty of time, Cyrus, because they said they're going to do things. It's going to be maybe a couple more months of things. So, I mean, we're going to have plenty of time to watch a lot of different things. But I just hope that... 
hope that the the stimulus package and all and people can get a few dollars uh, in their yeah. pocket and things could just get uh, a little bit better for everybody. That's, that's what my prayers are for. So, but what let, do you tell uh, people what you came up with here? So, I mean, what what are you doing? What's the teaching thing? You do an online teaching now? Or I'm so I'm insanely lucky in that um, my profession, my field, is still open. I mean, we, we we have the luxury of teaching online now instead of just shutting things down. But I because of that, I'm insanely busy. I spend most of my days communicating with students, you know, doing it virtually through Zoom and applications like that. Um, and otherwise, yeah, I mean, Netflix is my friend. HBO is my friend. I'm just binging like crazy. Um, but yeah, one of the weird things, this is one of the struggles for me, and I wanted to ask you this, is even when I go, let's say, grocery shopping, or let's say I get a delivery of food, I've become so OCD and such a germaphobe that I, I don't even know what to do. I, I, I have to, like, use one hand to touch the stuff use it and then I put a glove on and take everything out and then I every, every time I touch a package I have to wash my hand dude the, neuro, the neuroses from my perspective is going crazy um do you not feel that way like when you get go to grocery shopping like do you just take the package home and open it or do you wipe it down like like how are you treating all that stuff uh, yeah well yeah I mean you just don't know I mean you know stuff that I'm taking out of the freezer and stuff I don't worry about <laughs> but uh yeah you have to be concerned about a lot of that stuff and a lot of the places are wiping a lot of things down and doing it. And the first mm -hmm. thing you have to do is not put your hands up to your mouth or nose your eyes or whatever and then when you get back home the first thing you do is you come in the house after we've been out of the house is you wash your hands right I mean, you just yeah. have to be have to be careful about trying to, to, to do that and just hope that in your daily goings on that you uh -huh. aren't exposed to that virus in some crazy fashion or not. And what's happened down here in Florida is that thousands and thousands of people from New York have come down to Florida and a lot of them have brought the virus. I mean, all of a sudden things are getting a lot worse. They weren't that bad down here and now they're having more and more incidences because these people have come down and they might probably didn't even know that they were infected, but obviously they probably were because New York City was is a disaster. Right. And so they all of all of the people doing all of that. Oh, let's get out of there. Yeah. Well, you got out of there. Now you're spreading the virus. If yep. you just listen to what they said, people don't want to listen. Listen to what they said. Stay where you are. Be cautious. Listen to the advice that's being given and you're going to yep. be better off and you're going to you're not going to infect other people. Whereas because they didn't listen, which is one of the biggest causes in the world for problems is people don't listen. Yep. They've caused all this problem. And that's that's kind of what's happened down here in Florida. Maybe it's time for you to go back to Colorado, Rick. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's worse down there. I mean, they shut Is it down. Really? The, you know, the Broadmoor, the club I belong to, 125 years been around. They shut oh. down for two months. Uh, oh. Yeah, no, it's 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 a lot worse. And yeah, because back there, the virus thrives more in that kind of weather and everything. No, I'm yeah. not going back there. We're, we've pushed our time to go back there until a lot later. I'm. The way things are going right now, it doesn't look like the cruise we were supposed to go on is going to is going no, to be going. No. Um, I move on from that idea, Rick. Yeah, well, that's I, no, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If the cruise line is going to go, we're going. If the cruise line is going to go, we're going to go. You don't think the, okay. you don't think the cruise line? This first of all, they wouldn't ever let them go if it wasn't in a situation where they felt it was safe enough. They, the industry wouldn't let it happen. The ports wouldn't let them go to where they're supposed to go. And so we leave it up to them to make the decision. But if they decide they want to go, you know they're going to do everything humanly possible to make it as safe as possible. Yeah, and it'd probably be safer on that ship. Not now; it's a problem with a lot of them where they had the virus. But they're going to try to make that probably a safer environment than it would be if you're just here going into stores and shopping. 
I agree. I don't know if I'm ever going to go on a cruise trip again after this. Oh, uh, I, I, I love it, especially uh, river really? cruises. Yeah, I've river never cruises. done one though. So, I mean, I, uh, I, river I, cruises are awesome. I, I highly recommend it. Definitely, are river these, cruises are awesome. When you when you say river cruise, do you mean like one of these these river boats that you can gamble on? No, no, no. Small ships. Oh, okay. They have their rooms uh, okay. and, the, and the food, and they stop in all these different little cities, and you, it's oh. awesome. It's it's I highly highly recommend it. I we got to do that. We went from. From Stockholm to, uh, no, from Amsterdam down to Basel, Switzerland, down the Rhine River. And it was absolutely fabulous. I, I loved every moment of it. We get off in some of these small little cities. We go, we, you know, th this cruise ship didn't have bikes and all. So we rented bikes. In fact, one time the bike shop was closed and they said, well, there's another one in this little village. I said, well, where's the village? They said, well, just take the train and go. So we jumped and got tickets, went on a train, took the train to the other village, rode around all over the place, went to cathedrals and other places, jumped back on the train, got back, went on a boat and cruised out and, it was awesome. It was just awesome. That yeah. sounds awesome. Um, yeah. all right. Anyway, so everybody that's tuned yeah. in to talk basketball, we haven't done much of that right now. Um, <laughs> because there is know, no basketball. There's I know there is no basketball. Well, here's the thing. What are the players doing? So, right? This is what you came yes. up with. It was a great idea. So, yeah. so tell so, them what you came up with. So this is the game we're going to play today, Rick, and it's going to be a two-parter. Today we're covering the Eastern Conference, and we're calling this game Plumped or Pumped. And the reason why I call it this, and the reason why I even came up with the idea for this, is the last time the NBA experienced a shutdown of any kind was the 1999 lockout. And one of the interesting things from my perspective of that lockout was at the end of it, I think the season started that year like around uh, December or something like that. You had players coming in who were fat and out of shape because they didn't have the routine. They didn't have the regimen they were used to. They didn't have access to the teams and those trainers. And all of a sudden, you know, a lot of players are just not in playing shape. And it made me wonder what's going to happen here. I mean, realistically, I mean, they're, they're not going to be able to start the season or do much until I'm thinking mid-May, maybe even late May. That's when I think we can really start getting out there. And because the curve is going to kind of go on the downslope at that point, right? We're going to have less new cases. And then at that point, you just, we just got to move on and deal with it. Uh, so I made a list of players in the Eastern Conference. We call this plumped or pumped. And Rick, we're going to find out which of these players, in our humble opinion, are going to come back in shape, are going to come back looking fat, and maybe their careers are over. Let me point out, so do people are listening to the music in the background that, that my, my illustrious producer, award-winning uh, journalist has pointed out, Cyrus yes, Atkins, sir. okay? The surf man himself. That's the theme from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And here's the Correct. thing. All of these guys are millionaires. <laughs> so it's only oh. appropriate that you pick that one out. I mean, they're all millionaires. Yeah. I mean, they might not be for much longer. $800,000, not counting money he gets from NBA properties. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so I can't even relate to this and all. And here's the other thing. Some of these guys, I mean, as you well know, I mean, there's a whole bunch of guys that have basketball courts in their, in their estates and mansions that they have. A lot of these players True. live in multi-multi-million dollar uh, mansions with just incredible facilities that are there from bowling alleys to basketball courts to movie theaters to you name it, they've got it. And so some of those guys will be very fortunate in having an opportunity to at least get out and have a ball on their hands and go shooting and do the other things. But one of the things that's interesting is reading some of the stories, a lot of the teams now are doing – they're sending – is they're sending bicycles, you know, stationary bikes and other things off to uh, to players. They're sending them all kinds of other workout equipment. And so they're trying to do whatever they can. we got to kill the music because I can keep hearing it. Um, so <laughs> I thought we were starting. Well, it was driving me right. nuts. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> and so that's my drive. That was driving me crazy for today. That's my drive me crazy right there. Cyrus playing this stupid music too long. Uh, 
<laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna have the bed go forever. Oh no, you helped me out. Yeah, but you helped me out by doing that because I get rid of my drives me crazy. So I'm done with that for the day. So give, give me a drives me crazy. There you go. That's right. And so what drives me crazy is when my co-host <laughs> plays the music way too long and it was starting to get on my nerves. And that's what happens when you get to be a crotchety old man. So deal with it, right? Uh, age is just a number, Rick. You're doing amazing. That's exactly right. It's the way I feel. By the way, I'm still waiting to, to, to interview your son, Brent. I want to talk some surfing with him. Well, we'll, we'll have to see. Maybe if we can do that sometime. Help okay. a brother out. Help a brother out. Okay, so are you ready my, for- Well, my, my, my youngest son, Canyon, <laughs> surfs as well. He's a I'll, surfer. I'll, let's bring him on. You know what he's doing now? What? Kiteboarding. That's hard. I didn't, I've never wanted- He's a I've thrill seeker. He does, he does all these things. He's a heck of an athlete. Now, you know what he could also do is the, the uh, slack lining he does. He can go okay. out on a slack line between trees. He did it like, fortunately, he was doing it over one of my, my brother-in-law's pools. But he can go on that slack line and go down and, and, <laughs> and get all the way down to kneel down and still keep his balance and walk all the way across it. That's incredible. So, you know, he's, he, yeah, I watch that and I go, oh, wow, thank God it's him, not me, because I killed myself. Well, I'm guessing he's a good surfer then, because balance is, is so Oh, yeah, important. no, of course. And he rides, he's got one of those yeah. one wheels. Wow. You ever see the one wow. wheel? Yeah, the unicycles, yeah. No, no, not a unicycle. It's a one wheel. It's an electric thing. It's like a skateboard, but one big giant wheel on it that you use your balance and stuff and move to go forward and backwards on it. I need to look that up. It's I, pretty cool. That <laughs> really sounds actually, cool. It's actually pretty cool. That sounds so, interesting. Anyway, so uh, let, let's, let's, let's go. I, I wouldn't have any idea what these guys, if they're smart, they're going to be working out. I mean, it's crazy. Because, <laughs> I know. Here's the thing, but here's the deal. It doesn't matter what they're doing, lifting, doing all of the stuff, riding bikes and stuff. You got you, what they got to they have to do is they have to go out someplace where nobody else is around, go out to, to a field or someplace where you're not going to be around other people. You got to do, you got to do sprints. You have to do sprints and because distance is not what you do for basketball. It's sprints. Right. right. You got to do sure. You got to exert a lot of energy really quickly and get to the point where you can back and recover. But even with that, even if they keep the wind and they do all of those things and they do the lifting and everything else, they're not playing basketball. Yep. There's, they are, they will nowhere near be where they were when the season came to an abrupt halt. And, and, and so from the standpoint of having a playoff, if they, when they come back, hopefully they will. And they go, you'd, if they went right to the playoffs, the quality of basketball in the first rounds would probably be abysmal. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I agree. Seriously, well, I mean, you, there's no way you're going to be as sharp as you can be if you haven't had a chance to play and do things. In fact, if they came back, they, they'd probably have got to give them at least maybe five days of going out and having some tr kind of a training camp or something to get some semblance of having the ball in your hands yeah. and running up and down. And otherwise, it, it could get ugly. <laughs> and, and, that, and that's why I think this game is so important because when, when the NBA does resume, realistically, I mean, my guess is they're going to try to fit in a quick like five-game regular season to wrap things up, and that'll be the training camp, and then you start the season. But a lot of teams now, who knows how these players are going to, are going to reveal themselves when, when things resume. So I went top to bottom in the Eastern Conference from the best teams to the worst. And so the first one, I think, is an easy one. Chris Middleton, plumped or pumped? Oh, I think he's old enough to know and be smart enough to realize he's been around that he'll, he'll, be, he'll be pumped. I agree. I think he's going to be pumped, too. What about Eric Bledsoe? Don't know him all that well to do it. It's just a matter – you know what it is? It's just a matter of 
I can't imagine, first of all, I have to say, I can't imagine any of these guys <laughs> to be stupid enough to come back plumped. Seriously. I mean, some that will, was, some I, will. I know they probably will. And it's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> you know, which ones I don't know. I mean, so and some of these guys, I mean, come on, Siaka, I mean, they're so skinny and everything. How could they possibly even be plumped? I mean, well, I'll, 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 I'll give you some justification where I picked a few of them. So Eric Bledsoe, for example, I, I, Chris Middleton, I think, was an obvious one. I wanted to start easy, but yeah. players like Let, players like let's Eric oh, Bledsoe, he's a little on the chunk. On the, yeah, he could. could be. And he's up, but here's the thing: he 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 has meat on him. I, I try to pick players who have mass because most of these players, if you're working out and you're lifting and you're staying consistent, you're going to have this amazing physique. But if you have all this mass on you, and all of a sudden you decide to start letting down and start eating, well, if you don't eat properly, yeah, if you don't, if you don't eat properly. In fact, I was reading one of the trainers and all; they were really concerned about about the way the guys were going to be eating to try to eat the right stuff and just kind yes. of fall back and start eating a whole bunch of steaks and all kinds of other stuff and yes. eating a lot of things that can all of a sudden make them turn into baby Hueys. <laughs> exactly. You know, the Warriors. I mean, I'll never forget Stephen Curry came out one time in this interview and said that. Somewhere around 2013, the Warriors made a switch in their training staffs, and one of the first things they focused on was diet and cutting out sugar. And the one thing that the players revolted in and that they said they just couldn't cut it out was peanut butter. Like, they love peanut butter, and they, they had to keep eating that. But now there is no trainer. There is no team regulating what these players are eating or doing. Oh, so, they're yeah. in contact with them. Trust me. Oh, are they? they? Are. Okay. All right. Oh, no, no. I was re they, they have a lot of these guys are having uh, sessions with the guys. They call up. They're doing <laughs> virtual things. They're having virtual workouts where they get together okay. and they all do it through a routine. So a lot of that's going on. So I think the chances of having too many uh, plump guys is going to probably be <laughs> pretty slim that we'll have that happening. But yeah, well, hey, they may be doing their workout, but what when they get done with the workout, what are they eating? Yes, exactly. The food. You know, nobody's me, there. Nobody's there making them eat properly. To me, you are what you eat, and and that's what you're putting in your body is a huge part of this. I'm gonna go plumped for Eric Bledsoe. I think he's gonna come back a little plumped. He might get back in are shape. You put, by the time are you putting? Game. Are you put, yeah, Are you gonna put a? Uh, are you putting a pu next to him? Fair enough. <laughs> Remember when I was younger, I used to say pu. That stinks. PU <laughs> next to what's your call on Eric Blood? So you can you can say pump for all of these. I know you have a relationship with all these individuals, and we're playing a facetious well, I don't game have here. Have a relationship with all of them. I mean, <laughs> so. All right. Well, I understand it's a little more sensitive from your perspective than for me. Yeah, so uh, gonna, yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. But, but I can't I can't believe that Siakam would have. Yeah, you know, come on. Well, well, we're skipping one. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry could have that could have a possibility. He's not exactly you know Mr. Slim Trim. No, he's not. No, he is not. <laughs> so if he if he doesn't have a regimented workout and getting in place and doing something, he could put on a few pounds. Plumped. I'll put a plump next to Kyle Lowry. Pascal Siakam. The only reason why I put Kyle him Lowry, in you got a PU there instead of PL. He plumped. You're not. Pumped. Oh, so what, well, okay, okay. PL, well, put, PL, PU is pumped. PL is. I plumped. see. I see. I see. Right? I thought PU yeah. for stinky. No, P, no, okay, no. PU so. is PU. No, that's what I'm just saying. I would just bring that up as an old thing. I still remember. <laughs> you know, PU. So uh, Pascal Siakam only put it in here because he's relatively new. He he doesn't have an extensive playing career, so maybe the regiment. But he's also very thin. I I think I don't yes, know. Yes. I can be P. Pumped. I think a P. I think it'd be All right. PU. All right. What about in one one last Toronto Raptor, Norman Powell? And I put him in here for similar reasons to Kyle Lowry. He's a thicker guy. He weighs about 215 despite being about 6'1". Well, then you got to give him a PL if you're giving him a PL. <laughs> giving him a P, you're giving him a PU. You don't give him a PU. Plumped. Give him a PL. Plumped. Jalen Brown I put here because in, in many ways his athleticism reminds me of Sean Kemp. I think Sean Kemp was one of the poster children for – you see how big he got after his career? He was got over? huge. He got oh. huge. I would, I would never have pictured Sean Kemp going from this perfect physique to being fat. 
He was obese, borderline. Like he he never was the same again after that lockout. Uh, Vin Baker is another great example. Yeah, Vin Baker never is another one, right? The same after that lockout. So Jalen Brown, I I don't know if he fits in that category. I what do you think? Um, I I I have no idea because I don't know these guys personally right. to know what their uh, what their mindset is and, and how committed they are to something. I don't know their personalities. Are they somebody who takes great pride in what they're doing? That's what it comes down to. I mean, I, this is your livelihood for heaven's sake. You're getting it paid million, millions of dollars. And, and anybody that comes back PL should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> well, well, Rick, here's another variable to consider is, the, is what their contract status is. They should, right? they, like, they should, be, they should fine them. If they come back fat. Well, J- Jalen Brown, I think, just recently signed an extension. And that's why another reason why I put him in here, because the incentive is not quite as strong for him to stay. Yeah, he's got a guaranteed long-term contract. Yeah, He does. So, so yeah, let's say he comes Unless back. he has a clause and they're saying you can't be over a certain weight. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so that's what I'm saying. So if he comes back plumped, he still could recover and come back next year in better shape and not, yeah. you know. So you're giving him term. a PL as well. Well, no, no, no. I'm still going to say pump. But you know why I'm going to give him a pump is only because of that Cal education. I think he's a, he's a Cal product. He's a Bay Area product. I think he's educated enough to know better. All right, Jalen. Don't let Cyrus down. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart, I got to see PU. I just, I, he's, such a, he's just so dedicated, committed, and so – I mean, I can't imagine him not keeping himself ready to go. I mean, he's such a competitor. Deal. The Miami Heat, the only player I, I picked out, and this could be an easy one for us, is Jay Crowder. Again, just because he's a bigger boy, but he's also incredibly fit. Uh, I'm going to go pumped. What do you think? I think I've so. Never, I've never seen him fat. What about Miles Turner, big man for the Pacers? Uh, I think he's a I prime think, again, candidate. <laughs> he might be a prime candidate for being plumped. Yes, I think yeah. so, too. Okay, well, we'll see. A, a, a big star, Joel. No, this guy, he, he better watch himself because I can see him blowing up real quick. <laughs> Me, if he too. Like, I, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> Me I, too. I mean, just to, I mean, I love his personality, the way he talks and did all that stuff, but it, it just seems to me that this is a guy, if he doesn't watch himself, especially when his career over, that he could, oh, get, he could get very large. He could. I'll put him as a plump. I think, I think he, might, he might come back a little out of shape. Uh, and his teammate, I think this is an easy one. I, I don't know much about him, but I saw his picture and I saw his weight. Kyle O'Quinn. Are you familiar with him? Not really. <laughs> Here, I'll Google, I'll Google him for you real quick uh, so you can see what he, what he looks like. This is a bigger man. Um, here, uh, here, this is Kyle O'Quinn with the oh, – come on, hold on. Um, just make me type it out. All right, Kyle O'Quinn. That's his image. Can you see it right there? Okay, that's, that's a definite potential PL. <laughs> that's a big boy right there. Uh, yeah, and Kyle if he doesn't work, and he, and see, that's the thing, because if you got that kind of body, 6'9", 250, if you don't work out and don't eat yep. right, you can definitely go PL. Yeah. All right, so we're going to label him yeah. as plump. So keep, keep, your, keep the good attitude there, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's an interesting one to me. Well, he's Kyrie, out, though. He's out. Kyrie Irving? He was hurt, you, you, right? I know, but that's all the more reason. I mean, that, that's well, what I'm, I'm saying. He's not going to come back, so. You're, you're right, but he's you're injured. Saying, you're, saying, you're saying that he's going to definitely be a PL. And well, I'm have wondering. to get back in shape for next year. I think he's a circumspect suspect for the simple reason that he's injured. Only now he has no one there helping him. 
I think all yeah. these athletes, when they have these serious so you're injuries, saying, but he's out, he's going to be out until next year, but you're going to say between now and next year, he definitely is going to be maybe, a PL. Maybe possibly. What okay. do you think? Yeah, I, I think that's a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Markel Fultz. I, 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 to me, he, okay. A huge variable for me with this, with this list is how well are these players going to adjust when they don't have someone holding their hand in terms of a routine for training and diet? Markel Fultz, I saw his name and I'm going, okay, this is someone who struggled mightily when he was with Philly. Number one pick, borderline bust. I'm not ready to give that label yet, but it's getting there. I don't know if he has the discipline. I don't know. I'm going to go pumped. I'm going to go plumped. I'm sorry. Do you know much about him? What do you think? Well, you know, I think he was – the fact that he was – the fact that he didn't totally go into the, into the tank – and, and psychologically just lose it after the disappointing performance that he had been putting on and he was starting to make a comeback. I think he's, he knows he's got to go and show good. So I, I think he's going to have incentive to come back pumped. Pumped. You've convinced me. We're going to pump. Yeah. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, center, big man. Yeah, I know. The big guys, you always got to worry about <laughs> exactly. the big guys, you know. Exactly. So I, I, I'd say yeah, you always got to give them a PL and hope that they prove us wrong. <laughs> plumped. All right. Nicola, you are plumped. I can't believe I... John Wall is going to be anything but pumped. Really? I, that's fascinating to me. I thought this was one of the most easiest picks for plumped. And the, the only reason why yeah. I say that is because um, last year, this was before he tore his Achilles tendon, uh, he was spotted – I think in training camp or right at a summer looking overweight and disheveled. And I, I remember, I just can't get that image out of my head there. I, here, I'll try to, I'll try to, here, let me. Google that's okay. Him. That's right. Let's go ahead. Put him down. Put you got a, you got a, you got a, a PL for him. So I'm kind yeah, I, I, I don't right. have faith in John Wall. I, I think he's going to, he's, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't feel good about that. Uh, Bismack Biombo. We haven't heard much from him this year. Uh, he, and he's a bigger man. Um, let me, let me show you his dimensions real quick so you can get an idea. This is Bismack Biombo, who I believe is now with the Orlando Magic. Um, let, me find his, let me find his stats right so you can there, see his weight guy. and all that. So he stands at he's six, still, eight. he's still, he's, still, he's rather, he's rather, he's, he's yeah, big. Well, six, eight, 255. That's, yeah. That's a pretty good size boy there. He's with the he's with the Hornets. I apologize. He signed that big contract with yeah, them. We haven't heard anything since then. I to me, he's a perfect candidate for being plumped. I don't know. What do you think? All right, go for it. <laughs> go for plumped. it. Just remember, hey, it was Cyrus that said this, not me. Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> I, picked, I picked plumped for Bismarck Biombo. Terry Rozier, his Charlotte Hornets teammate. I don't have any specific good reasons for putting him on here. I I, I know he was a disgruntled player in Boston. Uh, and if any, any player who has exhibited an unhappy demeanor, I feel like I should put on this list automatically. All right. Time to take a quick break to talk about true classic tees. Super excited about this new sponsor for our show. They just sent us some t-shirts. I tried it on. I'm in love. I'm stoked on it. Style is changing. Formal wear, especially now more than ever, is out. I mean, if you're staying at home, you want comfort. And the t-shirt is Comfort 101, and it's Style 101. For home wear, True Classic Tees have become my favorite. They're based in L.A., 
They're a t-shirt company that's on the rise. The t-shirts are soft. They hold up in the wash. They're incredibly versatile. You could wear them outside if you go for those walks with a dog or whatever you're doing when you step outside for those few moments. And they're especially comfortable if you're in the house. And the best part, they're incredibly cheap. They're only 15 bucks. And if you use our promo code, you can get them for even less. Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code BLEAV. That stands for Believe, which is what we're on the Believe Podcast Network. Again, that is trueclassictees.com. And if you use the code Believe, B L E A V, you get 20% off that $15 price. Amazing. Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code B L E A V for 20% off. That's Believe, B L E A V, at trueclassictees.com. All right. So where do we leave off of? We left off Terry with Rozier. Terry Rozier. No good reason for it except that he's kind of a head case to me. And that's enough of a variable for me to make him suspect. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like good reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> plumped. You're plumped. You're going to come back fat. Uh, here's a random one. I, I've ne- I never even heard of this player until I was doing my research uh, for our plumped or pumped list. His name is Cristiano Felicio, I will... Sounds like he should be a soccer player. It, it, he does have a soccer player name. and But when I saw his dimensions, uh, I was concerned. Uh, Cristiano Felicio plays for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, he's a power forward, a big man. And um, he stands 6'10", 270. And he's got that chubby Ooh, face. Yeah. I know. Okay, yeah, he's at that prime candidate. So prove us wrong, Cristiano. <laughs> Do whatever. Prove us wrong. You're, you're plumped. All right. Uh, and then another player, and we're getting, just getting a couple random ones here. This one, uh, Kadeem Allen. Have you ever heard of him? No big deal if you haven't. Most people haven't. Kadeem Allen plays for uh, the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> and when well, I saw uh, when I saw his dimensions, I was very concerned. He's only stands six one, but he's two hundred pounds. He's a thick little man. Yeah, that Pumped guy better pump. watch what he eats. <laughs> oh, He's no a donuts plump candidate. Well, these are just like candidates. We're not saying these yes. guys are going to come back there. I said no. every one of them, they should be ashamed of themselves if they do. We're just having a little <laughs> no. fun with this, right? We're having a lot of fun with this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr., I put him on here. He falls under the Terry Rozier category of being kind of a sketchy mental acumen, you know, kind of a unhappy okay. individual. He's a, he's, a, he's a plump candidate. Let's go he's next a, one. Let's get this, let's, let's get this stuff done. We're probably driving people crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but this this is probably driving everybody else crazy. Um, I don't know. Maybe hopefully they're entertained. Uh, Bruce. Well, maybe. Hey, maybe this is thing is maybe here's the deal is that what we're saying that this whole section would be you can't handle the truth for these guys. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you, absolutely. Uh, yes. You can't handle the truth. All right. The next player on the list. We're getting there from the Detroit Pistons. Bruce Brown. Uh, he's a shooting guard who's six four, two hundred two pounds. I don't know anything I, else about I, that's, I don't, I don't, I, I, I say pumped. I'm going to say pumped. he's going to be pumped. I, I, he, that's not really big overweight for 6'4". I mean, this is no Sounds good. Deal. Here's a prime candidate. All right, and this is an interesting one. Blake Griffin, Detroit Pistons. He's a big boy. He's been fit most of his life, but he's also dealing with yet another injury. I think he's 30 years old now, and he's got no one around him to help out. Yeah, well, 
I mean, it's not like we're, we're talking about guys that are going to be coming back, ready to get back in there and get into the, th- you know, the swing of things. So yeah. he doesn't have a lot of incentive. I would say that he better be careful that he doesn't get himself into a situation <laughs> where he's going to have to do a lot of work to get ready for <laughs> next season. I think Blake Griffin is a prime candidate for we're never going to see the old Blake Griffin again. I'm yeah, going okay. plumped. What do you think? Okay, yeah, let's that's, 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 go for it. Let's prove us wrong. I know. I tell you one thing. You talk about working out. He could work out with that guy that used to give the seals workout and everything. So, oh, him, really? He, oh, yeah. I mean, when he was getting ready and doing stuff, oh, yeah, he worked with that guy where they carried the big – oh, my God, the workouts are going up and down hills. It was crazy stuff that he oh. was doing to get himself okay. ready. And now, of course, he's been hurt, and there's a lot of other factors that come into it. So he's got the work ethic. I'm not concerned about that. It's just – a matter of how he deals with this situation and another injury and going through rehab is never a fun thing to do. I don't see no. Clint Capella, your next on your list, doing anything but being pumped. I, I just oh, don't good. see okay. him getting heavy. Sounds good. I only really, put him on the I'd be very, really him. disappointed in him if he did it. Now, the next one, I Give think you got to go. Yeah, I know. I, I, well, the next two are both both possible candidates for the PL. Plumped, <laughs> especially yeah. the last one. Kristen and, and, Thompson, and, and, yeah. These are, these are the two big men. If I, there's no rhyme or reason for why the Cleveland Cavaliers have both these players on their roster. It makes no sense at all. I still don't understand why they traded for Andre Drummond. It makes no sense at all. Uh, but Tristan Thompson, plumped. I, I mean, this is a man. Look, here's another caveat to add to this. If you've dated a Kardashian, I think you are a prime candidate for being plumped. Because I think, in, in my opinion, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Tristan Thompson... <laughs> Tristan Thompson dated Chloe uh, Kardashian, and I think they have a kid together, actually. Uh, yeah, plumped. And then Andre Drummond, I think that man is going to come back big. I think he's going right. to come back. Well, we'll, see. we'll see how it plays itself out. Meanwhile, uh, we can have some fun with this on the next show, talking about the Western Conference. And yes. There's some prime candidates there for the Plump Award. I know that. Prime. Um, yeah, yeah, some prime candidates. And this is just a lot of things going on. It's interesting with the big three. I'm excited to see what's happening there. I know that the Cube and, uh, and Jeff Quantnitz, uh, the founders, are working on hard and trying to do something in a con- totally controlled environment. I don't know if you've heard about that. I have. But, but Rick, I wanted to ask you this because you're a coach with the big three. The, the, light, the latest thing I read is that they want to turn it more into like a reality TV show where obviously the games matter and there's a competitive side to it, but they also film all the players and coaches when they're not – actually playing basketball well they um, haven't contacted me about following me around because i probably i wouldn't be very interesting if they would watch somebody fishing <laughs> um but so yeah I, I yeah they haven't they're working on a whole lot of things i know that and they're also working on trying to do a controlled environment someplace down in, in the la area but we don't know for sure we're just all hearsay stuff haven't had anything definitive about that we don't know when they're going to do anything as far as having their 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 combine for guys to try to try out that was supposed to be in the uh, mid mid May or more, and so okay. I don't know if they're still going to have that. Everything will be predicated on what happens over this next month or so, I guess. Yeah, uh, exactly. But they're definitely planning on trying to have some sort of a some sort of a season doing that and controlling the entire environment if they need be. Yeah, uh, but they've got the contract with CBS again, which is a good thing, and they're still doing something where they're not. Uh, supposedly maybe the six players again. I don't know. I, I think most of the people and all kind of feel that maybe we'd be better just with five. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll see how that comes. The thing is, and God rest his soul. I, I had the good fortune of actually knowing Kenny Rogers. And so he oh, recently I lost them. And of course, you know, you got to know when to hold them, when to fold them and you play the cards that you're dealt. And so that's what I kind of do here. I mean, I, I don't make the rules. I just, have to abide by the rules that the big three has and whatever they come up with, that's what I'm going to try to do and try to make the most of the situation. Cause I really do enjoy it. It's fun to get yeah. to see a lot of the guys and some of my contemporaries and, 
uh, it's it's just a fun thing to still be around the game and do that. And I'm very appreciative of the fact that uh, the Cube and Jeff have given me the opportunity to be a part of it for the first three years. And hopefully we'll go from here and have many more years to come. And hopefully I'll continue to be uh, a, a positive part of what they're doing. You know, I, I feel like COVID-19 robbed Kenny Rogers of the attention he deserved, at least that his passing deserved. I mean, this the man was a star. Oh, he was an icon, yeah. Big yeah, time, like big time the gambler. Star. Yeah. I mean, that's it's crazy. Yeah. It's but, unfortunate. Very unfortunate. But I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with this and with now with the, the with the postponement of all this stuff. I it may be an opportunity you now for my son Canyon to come in and go to the combine and try out and see about playing in the big three. Heaven knows he was on the world championship three on three team and he is really right. good at three on three. Because I think to play it the way that I'd like to see it played, um, he, he can do all those things. He can do the things that you need to do in three-on-three. Three. So we'll see what would happens. That, well, would that jeopardize him playing in, in the big three? No. Would that jeopardize his, no. okay, what in, his eligibility? Not today. No, no, because they were, because it was not, a, it was not, I don't think USA basketball doesn't have any issue, I don't think, with it. I mean, I know that, I think that, uh, uh, for Dusan Bullet, who's the guy that played on the Serbian team, their, their federation had an issue and stuff with it because I actually drafted Dusan to play on my team last year. And uh, but he he couldn't do it because it just it just anyway it just didn't work out. So how is it's a, an issue? How is Canyon dealing with the postponement of the Summer Olympics until 2021? Is that and and I, I'm curious to know like did they inform him? Does he have to go through all those trials again? No, I mean, they, have they to- have already made oh, the okay. announcement that the team that was picked to go to the they have to go to, they were going to a qualifying tournament in India, just right. would have been, would have been a week or so ago that has been postponed as well, but they didn't have any idea what was going on. So now that they know the Olympics are going to be next year at the end of, of July, God willing, uh, they'll have more than likely another qualifying event someplace. And the four guys that were on the team will get together and, and train and get ready to go and hopefully finish third or better to qualify for the Olympics next July. And that's, what my son is hoping can happen because he would love nothing better than to be an Olympian. And I would love nothing more for him than to have a chance to be an Olympian. The one thing I didn't have a chance to do in my career, which is the one biggest disappointment. And I hope he gets to experience it. He already had something that was awesome being on the, the world cup team. So they were world champions. That was the only gold medal the USA had never won. And they, they went undefeated and he was played well. Was, you know, four of the seven games, he was a leading scorer and, and played very, very well. So he can play. And so I'm hoping he gets a chance to do that. Uh, he, yeah. he deserves a break. Good kid who can do some good things, but you know, he's in a quandary what to do, try to find some place to go. Where do you go even to get a ball and go someplace to even mm. get the chance to play? So it's, but the thing is everybody else is in the same boat. So. That's true. And he's very talented. So I'm sure he's going to be fine. See I, what happens. All right. Time to take a quick break to give some love to our other sponsor bet online. It's not easy to bet right now. There's no sports. There's no NBA. Rick and I are heartbroken. The NHL is canceled. Baseball's opening day pushed back. Although baseball bores me, but still, I know a lot of you love it. What are you going to bet on? Well, if you go to betonline.ag, you can still have some fun. A lot of fun. You can go to their online casino, play some blackjack, play some poker. And sports aren't totally done. There's still mixed martial arts. You can bet on American Idol. You can bet on political elections. You could bet on the spelling bee. And betonline.ag, they have a $750,000 poker series. There's still a lot of fun to be had, folks, if you love to gamble. If you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100, 
you're going to get a welcome bonus. Okay. All you got to do is enter the promo code MYPOD100 for a very nice welcome bonus. Again, this betonline.ag. Use the promo code MYPOD100. Bet online, the fun never ends. And anyway, by the way, this is, a, this is a, not an easy time for people who are celebrating birthdays and other uh, you know, milestones like that. Just because you can't socialize, can't go to most stores. But one great gift, if, if you know someone who loves Rick Barry, Cameo.com, you can literally go to that website and have Rick Barry send a personalized message to a recipient of your choice. I think that's a fantastic yeah, gift. I do videos. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun thing. I enjoy doing that. And just, uh, it's nice to be able to be able to give something back. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wish, and not because of having all the money and the crazy things to do, because how much money do you need to have a great life? I have a great life. But I'm just saying, if I had made those kinds of money to be able to do other really good things to help other people out. I mean, there's so many things that I would do if I was making $40 million a year and had a $200 million uh. contract because- money is not everything. And it's to me to change some people's lives and have the ability to do that. And, the, and a great way to do that is not just with money, but with money, you can do a lot more to really change people's lives. Right. And so it would be great to do that. I, I mean, I wish I was in that position. So, but uh, I'm not, and I do the best that I can. And I just wish all you people out there uh, to stay well uh, yeah. Hopefully the virus does not impact you or any of your friends or your family members. And please just follow the rules, folks. Just yeah. listen to what they please. say. Do the things that they're asking you to do in order to get this under control. So God bless all of you. Oh, uh, before we go, before we go, yeah, also, uh, and, we you got. Can, and you can follow Rick Barry on all social media oh, platforms at Rick 24 Barry. Well, you mentioned earlier in the show that on Instagram, you posted pic new pictures of your, of your fishing exploits. So you can, if you go to any social media channel, it's Rick 24 Barry. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at warriors 24 pod. That's actually the same for all social media and follow me on Twitter at dog surf Rocho. Rick, always a pleasure. And like you said, stay safe, follow the rules and we'll do the Western conference edition of plumped or pumped soon. Rick, you still there? Rick, you still there? I lost Hello? You. Here we go. Back. Oh, there you go. Oh, you're, okay, you hear me now? Yeah, one, two, there we go. We're there back. you go, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 it was weird. I mean, I just, I bumped along something and it just like went off. Oh, went off. Okay. <laughs> So, well, yeah. Well, anyway, folks, yeah. So if you're going to check me out on those, Rick24 Barry, I just posted something on, um, uh, on the Instagram. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I put it on there. It's a, but we just, our neighbor, we had there, an alligator was in their, in their garage today. Really? Yeah. The alligator was underneath the guy's car and it finally came out and then it went and ran and went and they just took one of the other alligators out of the lake behind my house. And I was so happy because it was screwed up my fishing. And now we got an even bigger alligator that just came out of nowhere and came across the street from another place. And now he's in the pond. So Amazing. Yeah. Alligators or something. <laughs> so I went from bears having bears in our garage in Colorado in the mountains to now having alligators <laughs> in garages here in Florida. So God bless. So stay well, everybody. Same with you, Cyrus. Keep up the good work with your teaching and helping all these kids to continue their, their education. But let's Thanks, all sir. pray that we can get this all under control, that the uh, COVID-19 is, is going to be level out and we can get back to normalcy. We'll look forward to the next show. Uh, and God bless everyone.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.